a show where we sit down with the influential people of Tampa Bay. I'm going to say that one more time. Okay, say it again. <laughs> I'm St. Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Blowers, and this is Under the Influencer. A show where we sit down and have a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. On today's episode, we are going to chat with radio personality, but you're so much more than that now. You are like a broadcaster for the lightning. You are an influencer. Danielle from Magic 94.9. Wow, that's like a nice intro. Wow. (laughs) Well, we're going to dive into some of your favorite local spots like we do every week. And um, we're also going to do our sibling rivalry today on uh, the best free bread at restaurants, (laughs) which I could debate all day. Very important. Yes. (laughs) All that coming up. want to kick this off with your career at 97x because okay. i think it's fun how you started there you were a fan first very much so like i when i was in seventh grade i would eat reese's and drink sprite and do my math homework and <laughs> i had a friend actually oh this is gonna bring <laughs> this is gonna bring it all full circle because i really wanted to talk about how i know max I was and waiting. i've known max longer than i've known sam so max and i <laughs> Went to middle school together, and this particular friend, you know who I'm talking about. Her name is Ashley. Does she keep in touch with you? Um, She does not keep in touch with me. And I've also reached out. Ashley, look at you trying to molt. Do you remember? Oh. She had the biggest crush on you, Max. Do you not remember her? She loved you. Yeah, we dated for like a week. (laughs) You dated a... Um, Ashley had the biggest crush on Max. We were all in band together and Max played the clarinet and I played the flute and Ashley also played, also the, clarinet, played the clarinet, right? She was first chair. I was second. Oh. <laughs> no shade thrown, but. So this was the friend. This is why it all goes full circle. This was the friend that we would take off the 97X banners as if they were some sort of prize and we would keep them. Then I went on to move onto the same street that Fisher lived on. So Fisher and Napoleon, who were the first morning show on 97X, they would have these parties in our neighborhood and their trick was to invite everybody in the neighborhood so that nobody called the cops. So I would hang out with him, not telling him I was like this Uber fan of 97X. I had these 50 cent cost posters crumpled up in my closet. It was, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, speaking, since it's put on the table. (laughs) Middle school band. I really want to go back to this. You want to talk about being an influencer before it's a thing. Danielle was not only first chair flute. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm ready to see where this is going. She was first chair flute and piccolo. Yes, bitch. (laughs) I bought that piccolo with my own damn money. Did my mom pawn it off one time to pay bills? Yes. Did I ever get it back? No. That is how my piccolo ended. The day she broke that thing out in band and just casually whipped out this tiny little flute and like... Mr. Mason, our band teacher. Do you follow him on on Facebook? I do still. Our old band teacher has been really... 
good lately about reposting old concert pictures and oh, things gosh, oh, so and bad. like tagging all of us like he's it's i'm impressed it's like so i'm not i'm <laughs> horrified because <laughs> i'm hor- well, my face is horrified because at riviera middle school where we went r.i.p r.i.p <laughs> uh there was not a lot of extracurriculars like there was band there was a few sports I think there was a choir. I th- there was not much. Yeah, so I don't. I don't recall any of that except for band. Anybody who was anybody was in band. That's like, right. That was. It, it was shocking to me when I went to high school, and it was not that way. It was literally the opposite. Like, oh, like you were weird if you went to high school and you were in band, but at Riviera, like that's no. how I was anybody. And we had the Riviera had the first. They their their claim to fame was that they had the very first middle school marching band ever. I believe I had no idea. And our year. They uh, brought it back. They brought back marching band because that was a big di- that was a big thing for me because I switched from clarinet to percussion. I remember so, that. I remember that. <laughs> I vividly remember this as well because the movie Drumline was popular at the time. <laughs> Hell yes! And I thought my brother was the coolest person on the planet because you played the quads with the the quads and me and our dad would go to your band like marching band things and i would just look in all i was like it's just like the movie drumline this is so cool it was so fun but there was danielle right out front with that piccolo it was just like the flute that's the thing it was all the same notes but it was there was something the mystique of the piccolo you were the only one and you broke that you broke that thing out and it was like who is this bitch? Like she's in charge. Like <laughs> it was, it was a moment in band when you, we- I had no idea because my whole life, there were no moments. I was always just trying to make a moment. And well, so me buying that was like my, that was like, you're not going to reclaim this bitch. This is my piece of wind. What is that? A wind a instrument? Wood, a woodwind. That's wood wind. Wind. Well, plus <laughs> also first year flute was like, the front and center seat. So like everybody saw her like you were, mm. you were the boss babe of <laughs> middle school band. Wow. Thanks. We just, I needed to get that off my chest. I appreciate it. <laughs> so your musical knowledge really played a part. No. <laughs> so I, until I worked at 97 X, I had never really been to many concerts. The first concert, like big concert I went to was actually next big thing five at coachman park. It's the reason I decided I wanted to work in radio. I was standing. I remember looking at the stage and I'm in that crowd of like 15,000 people. And I thought to myself that day, um, if this is what it looks like from here, I have to see what it looks like from there. And that became my goal was within the next year. I needed to know it wasn't even like eventually it was like by next big thing six, I need to know what this looks like looking this way. And I got hired four days before next big thing six. And yeah, that was like how it all happened. But prior to that, I mean, I could count on one hand how many concerts I had been to. I made it like six. My internship was really supposed to be kind of like a stepping stone to what I was planning to be an ultimate ultimate career in like TV, like entertainment Mm -hmm. reporting, Charlie Belcher, Virginia Johnson, like those fun, energetic people. Same energy. I love that. And and, then I was like, but I also don't have to wear real pants and and I'm allowed to have opinions. So I'm going to stay here. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where it started. But I, for years and years, knew the songs we were playing on 97X, but I didn't know the artist. 
And so they caught on to that right before they changed everything at 97X. Drew and Seth caught on to the fact that I was like <laughs> not aware. Yeah. And every day for about 30 <laughs> minutes, they would play, who is this artist that we play literally 25 times a day on 97X? And I had oh no. Oh gosh. I would just cry of embarrassment. I see, but at the same time, it's hard. Like there's a lot of songs we play now that Sorry. I have heard a thousand times and I, and I freeze under that pressure of the, t of the title of the song, the name. And it's, it's a lot. Now that I see it on the computer in magic, like working by myself, now I know everything, but not having to see it, not having the like association. I just, I couldn't, I mm -hmm. could not. So you started as an intern. How many years did you intern? Less than one. I mean, I started in August. Yeah. A couple months. I started in August and then I was hired in like the very end of November. Right as on thing. air. As, as a producer that, that kind that role kind of grew into whatever I was able to make of it. Um, they made the producer role for me. And when I, when I had my internship, there were like three people in the hallway that are like, Oh, I work here for my internship. I work here for my internship. And everyone was like, but don't think that's going to be you. And I'm like, what? Oh. So <laughs> my goal was like, okay, well I'm proving these people wrong. Yeah. Then it just became my goal kind of the same way that you did, um, Sam, because you just make yourself so needed, but not in a forceful way, just in mm -hmm. a, Hey, let me anticipate this need before it's actually here. And then they just can't live without you. Mm -hmm. It's like mind trickery. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it worked. <laughs> What is the craziest thing they made you do? Because, and just for anyone listening who maybe doesn't follow 97X's history, when it started, it had a full staff. Oh, and, yeah. And then about six years ago, right, right when I started and tail end of when you were there, they reformatted it to just have one person, one face, one person behind the, the social media. And really that thought process was we can put all of our energy then into shows and getting the best artists possible on our lineups and just streamline everything. So the, the big shows, the morning shows that you were on, I never experienced that era of 97X. So whenever I hear about it, I'm like, and oh, it's so weird. So interesting. That's, in my, in my brain, that is the fabric of who I am. And it took me, it was like last year that I realized that I've officially been alone working by myself on the air longer than I worked with a show. And so that was like one hard pill to swallow. And then I realized, I remember I was talking to Scott, who you work with on mornings now. And I was like, talking to him one day about all these ideas I had. And I got, I stopped like almost mid sentence. And I said, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't really think I want to know the answer to. I said, do you have, do you know me working on a morning show at all? And he goes, no, no. And I was like, damn oh. it. Every, Ugh. all these bosses, all these like people that are high up in sales. Mm -hmm. Like I started realizing, holy shit, I can count on one hand, the number of people who know what I can do. <laughs> all right. the other people, I'm just some like weirdo. Pick me, pick me. Like I'm <laughs> only a couple people know what I can actually do. So you were asking like weird things that I've done. Yes. What are some of your highlights from that era? I've eaten chocolate covered crickets. I've been zapped by a dominatrix. I've been squashed <laughs> by a BBW. <laughs> W multiple times. I was cuddled by a stranger. Um, my thing is, is like if they asked at the, at the time in radio, there were so many female personalities that were, that were unfortunately kind of like pigeonholed into just being 
the laugh track or the dumb one. Like, yeah. and it wasn't what they w- were, but it's kind of what their role came into on the show. And I wanted to be more than that. And I was fortunate enough to work with people who allowed me to be more than that. And so if there was a seat at the table, I was there and I was doing, I had footballs thrown at my head from Brett Dietz, who was the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Storm <laughs> at the time. Very accurate with his throws. Anything that they could think of, I did it. That's awesome. I had my... Mm, <laughs> you put a microphone in front of somebody. I don't even have alcohol. My drink is like a virgin. There's no alcohol. Here. My sister uh, did a stint in life as a stripper. And so the worst thing that ever happened is that at the time, I can't remember. I know it was Seth's idea. I can't remember if it was Drew or Fisher that was with us. But the idea was to have my sister come in and strip for a couple listeners. And like, I was going to watch. Uh. Great. That was a great idea, right? That sounds like a great idea. I started crying and then my sister started crying. All those things. Like, but that's what I love. Yeah, that that is the beauty of radio versus TV, I think, is that we are allowed to be as chaotic as possible until someone tells us to turn it down. It's like <laughs> there's no amount of chaos that's too much. Also, like all the activities that morning shows do, I feel like are invented by a Mad Lib. Like it's just like you will go to place and do thing. That is so true. Like <laughs> it's so true. That is true. And um, so you were saying now so you're at magic and when did you start magic 20 uh 17 i was coming back okay so i was driving to the last next big thing that i hosted okay let me paint the picture i'm just i won't get too graphic i'm in my minivan (laughs) i have my breast pump in the back seat my (laughs) baby at home is like seven weeks old i can't be away from him for that long without pumping i'm driving there and i'm like (laughs) i'm taking a minivan to this festival that I'm about to work at for 13 hours, this might be like when I should start thinking about what the next step would be. And then I got put in a bathroom to pump and I was in a bathroom that was shared by one of the bands. I have literally blocked out what band it was, although I think it might have been coin. (laughs) And I told them, so if it wasn't as embarrassing enough for me to go knock on their door and basically explain to them what had to be done in the bathroom that they were adjoined to. And if you could just like, I'll let you know, and then it'll take me about this long I did it the first time. And I guess I'll just say that like stress is not good for that situation. Like oh, it's not conducive to be getting what you need to get done. <laughs> also next big thing, not a stressful event right. at all. No. <laughs> so I'm in the bathroom doing my motherly duty in between the jobs that occur, you know, every three and a half minutes. Yeah. And the band starts like knocking and I'm like, Hey, I'm so, so sorry. Still in here. And then they keep knocking. Oh, God. And then somebody like walked in and I was oh. like, this is it. This is it. I'm done. <laughs> But I didn't know what I was going to do. And so right. like three days before I went back to work for my second maternity leave came the news that the husband, wife, Chad and Christy, who had done mornings forever, left. And they like mm-hmm. just left. And I was like, oh, I can do that. And my husband's like, all right, well, <laughs> go to work and, and tell him. So I went back and he called me the first day. He's like, did you tell him you want to do the job? And I'm like, bitch, it is Monday after my maternity leave for 12 weeks. I'm trying to figure out how to pump and like be on the radio and push these buttons again. No. And he's like, someone's going to do it. Um, and so by Wednesday, I had had the conversation. Apparently, my name, fortunately, had come up from some other people in our building. And a, one month from that day is when I started on Magic. Wow. Uh, magic when I when I want when I need to describe magic to somebody <laughs> because it's so broad like yeah. what do you like like hot 1015 top 40 like what do you call magic what so do you say So it's technically a hot AC although I don't know that we call I don't know that we put the hot with it we should 
Um, you and should I because should you, know. you share I, so much. I mean, because uh, there's AC is adult contemporary. Right. And hot AC is just the more current of the adult contemporary. I should know if we classify as that, but I don't know if we do. Because I think hot 101.5 is a hot contemporary. But yeah, we share so much of the same music. Yeah. It's and like there's Pink, things- Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake. We're going to throw some Destiny's Child that you. I'm playing Spice Girls wannabe right now. I'm living my best life. That's what I, because I immediately, like, if Sam's on commercial, I go to Magic. Oh, thanks. Like, <laughs> those are my two, like, speed buttons on the, in the truck because I have, you know, the old F-150 with buttons right. that I have to program still. And so I go right next door to 94.9 and... It's like, I never know what I'm going to get. And I right. love that about yes. it. Is that, is that challenging to program? Like when the net is so wide for what you can play? I will say that I keep purposely, I keep arm's length from programming. I don't know. I don't know if it's hard to program. I know that there's a lot of thought and effort into like the way it's done. I know whatever they're doing is working and that's great. Hey, that's we it. I actually just met with our boss and I think he said Magic was number one station for all of January. I met with my yeah. boss, our boss our right boss, before yeah. you and he did not tell me that. So oh, that's good well, to know. <laughs> I think he was trying to encourage us like, so oh, Magic gosh. is um, killing it. Can't let your head get too big. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so congrats. Thanks. This is your party. Thanks. <laughs> Unofficially, maybe. It. give you a huge thank you because I I always say this but you're totally the reason I'm at X because at that same time Chad and Christy left I was nights on magic and I was like this is it a a (laughs) part-timer with no morning shows no full-time experience I was like I'm gonna go for mornings and I have to give props to the um, program director at the time because he said he pulled me in and he was very I like when somebody just gives me a straightforward answer to something like don't don't beat around the bush. And he was like, you know what? You're really great. We just don't think you're ready for that. So I was like, okay. <laughs> but that's when you came to me and you were like, you know, I'm going for this, but 97X, you should jump over there. Like you should go for that. And I hadn't thought about it because when I thought of 97X before, I thought of somebody who had to be really knowledgeable of all of this in depth, these bands, like their fans know every fact about them. And I did not have a grasp on it and nowhere near it. Cause I had been on hot and I'd been on magic and I was very smiley and happy. Like that was my vibe. So I, but I did go for it and it turned out to be the best thing ever for my career. And I'm grateful that you went for it because I literally Mm. needed you to go for it. (laughs) And here's why. So I started my career on 97X, this station that I loved so much that I love so much. And because of that, I was so invested in it. I now work for the station that I listened to growing up and I'm suggesting, hey guys, I'm going to go. And I'm also going to still see you every day. I'm going to be in this building. I have to do this for me. Bye. I couldn't do that without like knowing who the person was. So I Mm -hmm. went into Dan, who was your PD. I was like, listen, I don't know how much you know about Sam. She is everything that you need in a person on X and more. I said, and she doesn't at this stage in her life, she can go and do the things that you want me to do that I'm all of a sudden as this new mom, like we had this meeting right before I came back and 
you know, I had my, I had my six week old son at the time strapped to my chest and I'm like, Hey, I can't do these like late night band search gigs anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. And when you're the only person on a station, every event goes to right. you, which is a blessing and it can be a curse because yep. you are busy then. hundred percent. And I, and so I said, you know, all these things that I was just telling you, I can't do. Sam is your person. She can do it. She's hungry at the time. We, you know, you have people in and out of the building that, they show up and they expect that their presence is a present and you should just be throwing things at them. And you weren't like that. And so I appreciate you going for it. Cause I don't know that there were certain things that had to take place in order for me to take my job. One of them was daily childcare and a situation that was going to be consistent for my family at home. So my kids weren't wondering who they're going to wake up to. Cause I was going to be gone before they yeah. were awake in the morning mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, but the other was knowing that 97 X was in good hands. I don't know. I would have done it in good conscience if, I didn't know that that was the right person. So Aww. thank you. <sighs> thank you <laughs> for, for the assist there. Cause it was definitely eye opening. And I mean, without 97 X, I wouldn't have gained the experience. And like you said that, that view from the next big thing stage, that is like cocaine. You're looking at like <laughs> 20,000 people. It is the first, because that was such a weird moment when I was going for that job because I didn't have the job yet, but barbecue was coming up in Vinoy Park. And that's when Dan was like, so you're going to host the show. Yeah, and I was like, we did the, what I like, do was, you mean yeah. host the show? What does that sound like? And then you were in a, you were in there with us at one point and, and he was talking to me about it and you go, and you asked the question and, and you, you go, is there going to be a Jumbotron this year? And something about the word Jumbotron, I was like, I want to be on the Jumbotron. Suddenly it all became very big and real. And I think it was working the concerts and the shows and meeting the bands and the people that really hooked me for that station. And, and it's been so much fun to, to grow with it. Sam, I remember when, <laughs> When you do that little face, I know you're about to bring up something embarrassing. I can't I just wait. Know I'm here for it. So I remember when um, you indeed wanted to move to that morning show and <laughs> you and I did a little practice session in the oh, studio. Oh, yes. Wait, in our, like in the building? Yeah. That's so good. Yes. We were just practicing in one of the, I don't know, those a little production closets. Room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was also the first time we talked about having a podcast and we turned that on the- That was exactly- We turned on the mics and looked at each other like, um, and we, we have started no idea what we're doing. Googling funny things to talk about. <laughs> And this like cat meme showed up of some like Japanese woman giving her cat a birthday party. And we ended up laughing for 20 minutes and just kind of gave up. <laughs> we gave <laughs> up. We couldn't, and we could not talk. What was funny too is you remember Nikki that oh, used yeah. to work with us. Yeah. Like she was in the building and she just does this slow creep <laughs> open the door. Oh, she is the best at she that. She slowly looks in and she's like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> Like, well, that was embarrassing. We're gonna read. Th- we're gonna workshop this. Um, also, I wanted to ask, since you were talking about not going to a lot of concerts in in your early years, what? was one of the first like big major concerts you I'm went so to. I'm so glad you asked. My very first concert ever was Backstreet Boys. I think Mandy Moore <gasps> opened for them. Was that the Ice Wait. Palace show? Yes, ma'am. I, I think too. we were there. Were, did you go? Because I know I was there. I was there. Well, then we went together. I think I was technically chaperoning you. And my friends, quotes. probably. <laughs> I 
saw so NSYNC did a free show at the pier did you guys check that out for I the July I remember that but I don't think we I went. was at that show we were late to that show hashtag family problems that we always had and I spotted this area like on the runway basically so we saw them come down that clear elevator in their Orlando Magic jerseys <gasps> Justin Timberlake walked by me I reached out and touched his hand I gave him a blow up balloon that I've seen <laughs> pictures later it was a flower that I got for free from some clown <laughs> gave it to Justin Timberlake and I saw them there. I saw them at Raymond James Stadium. My favorites, though, I think my very first show at Janice, there's two artists that I've seen at Janice that as it was happening, I was like, because, you know, you have the artists that come through Janice and then they blow up. And it's like, I remember when when they were at Janice, it was like, why are you here? This is incredible. I saw Pink at Janice oh, in like wow. 2006. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like goosebumps just thinking about Because like, I've seen her now. That's like post Moulin Rouge era yeah. too. That's She was she big. She had, oh, it was, I, she should not have ever been there. <laughs> and I was right up front and she like, so that was the first one. And the second one was Katy Perry. Oh my wow. God. Like right. Wow. I mean, that was, I kissed a girl. It was like, it was all out. Like, wow. I don't, I That's don't know neat. how they, they must've booked them before they blew up. But th those are the two I'm, I'm, you know, those are braggable. I feel like. Yeah. Same Super like small. for us, we both saw at Janice, um, Cheryl Crow. What? Yeah. Right. When That's that crazy. one song was out. The all I, I want to do. That was the song we made our parents play on repeat all the time. <laughs> so good. And uh, but I remember like my first like big arena show, I had to somehow with a straight face ask my parents for tickets to see Cher. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And that was uh, the that they didn't just like slap me in the face and say, boy, you're gay, like to my face. Like, but no, it was like, oh yeah, she's good. I'm like, here I am on the Believe Tour, her <laughs> first of like seven farewell tours. Oh my gosh. And How was she? With my dad and Sam. And our dad's girlfriend, And our dad's Shannon. girlfriend at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Which, can I give you a weird sidebar core memory from that? Yeah. I, there was a moment we were going to our seats and you started choking on something you were eating. <laughs> And Shannon was with us, this girl, lady, and she had a beer in her hand. So she passed Max the beer. Can you no, tell no, this woman no, 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 She no. passed Max the beer and to like, cause Max was coughing. And then the Shannon <laughs> looks at the security guard and goes, it's okay. He was choking. <laughs> and I don't know why, because in that moment, you know, when you're a kid and you just think you're always going to jail. Yeah. I thought we were, I thought we were going to get arrested. You know, when you're a kid and you just think you're always going to jail. <laughs> like Does this explain Sam's anxiety to you yet? <laughs> it all stems from me choking at a share concert. Like I can envision the moment. That oh, is man. the one memory I have from share. Wow. I don't even remember that. I must have been really seriously affected by this choking incident and or blackout drunk from you pounding a beer as a child. You know when you're a kid and you just feel like you're always going to jail. I'm working that in somewhere later today. Well, it's like when uh, you're, I've seen, I've seen memes about like when your parents tell you to not turn the, the lights inside, yes. you think you're going to get immediately arrested. I only learned very recently that that is not it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. It's I had not no clue. Our parents tell us all these things. Lies. Yes. Do you remember that other time? I <laughs> oh my gosh, you have another choking incident. This just recently came up at a family dinner and I'm only bringing it up because of this. We were on like a family vacation out at the beach and 
I, we were sitting, eating dinner. We ordered food to go. I had like a fish sandwich and like whatever. It was like very beachy food. And we're sitting at the dining table. And uh, at some point I apparently just kind of slowly fell. He just fell over <laughs> and it's like tile floor share. Like, and there was no like, like cough and then fall or just- I had taken a bite of this sandwich and it was, you know, that feeling when, you know, you took too bite uh, too big of a bite of yes. something and it hurts going down. But I thought I had kind of worked my way through it. <laughs> And apparently it cut something off and I just like blacked out and fell to the floor. I've never, that another core memory. Core memory, <laughs> core memory. I woke up minutes later to my mom and my sister over my head and Sam, <laughs> this is the only reason I brought this up because it's embarrassing for Sam. Um, Sam's immediate reaction was not to like rush to my side and help me. <laughs> Sam's reaction was to go and get the family dog because I she thought- remembered- <laughs> That she read an article that like petting a dog calms <laughs> your nerves. I can't even it say this without your laughing. blood pressure. It's true. So As I'm unconscious. I said, should I get Woody? Who is our dog? And I, <laughs> it would have worked. Oh my oh. God. Good so, thing you made yeah. it through those times. I forget how many <laughs> near death experiences I've had while eating. Yeah. This is about having a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. So what did you make for us today, Max? You have to tell us. So today I did a non-ABV, a non-alcoholic mocktail. Um, That's the kind of party I bring to, right? the, to yeah. the arena. Turning it up. Um, no, because it doesn't have to be like a real cocktail every day. Also, know? mocktails are having a moment. Like every restaurant I've been to lately has a mocktail menu. Yeah, and it's growing. It's Sobriety is really its own moment. <laughs> there are so many perks to being like, hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm going to tell you about this later. It's really yeah, Exactly. Wonderful. You remember all the choices we <laughs> I make. Do. But I also make sure you get home safe and sound, which yeah. everyone appreciates. It, it, it really is a big movement. And now like at my restaurant, we have four on the menu now, I think. And, um, and they're the highest selling things uh, we have. Really? That's exciting because I used to, I'll go up to like, if there's a bar at a wedding or whatever, and I'm like, can I just please have a cranberry juice with some Sprite in a, in a <laughs> slice of lime? <laughs> and they look at me like, and, and I'm like, that's it. That was it. Thank you. So this is good for me actually. Yeah. Well, the idea is to you know, not in the problem is a lot of times anybody would want something, a mocktail or, or just non-alcoholic. It would always just be either a soda or a ton of juices all piled on top of each other with soda on top or something. So there's, there's now a movement to craft a mocktail in the way that you would a regular cocktail. Um, so, so yeah, I, I was inspired by that. So this is a little strawberry shrub. I, I love the name shrub because I do think of like a, a full on shrub. Like yeah. With, like with like some little bush. dirt on I've, the top. I brought bushes from my garden <laughs> so today. Good. It's so refreshing. <laughs> it is. Uh, a shrub basically is a syrup that, uh, has some amount of vinegar in it as, as a, hmm. as an, an acidic component rather than like a citrus juice. Um, so this is just strawberries that I cooked down with sugar and water. And then at the end of the cooking process, you add vinegar. In this case, I use balsamic because I want a little 
Wait, fruiting. did you cook this? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> you cooked the this the stuff syrup. that you put in the drink? Yeah, you I made the it. the syrup? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, what a treat this is. <laughs> oh my. my love language, Max, how'd you know? Anything for you. <laughs> Well, uh, it's it's delightful, and it's getting it's hotter by the minute. Very good. So, yeah. I mean, like, in, not in the room. Like, thanks. Like, I'll get some more ice. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, every day in Florida. Yeah, no, no, so no. it's, like, the season for fun, refreshing beverages. Yeah, and then you can use that, and you can just top it, like I did, with, with a little club soda or another, you know, you can add it to a juice. You can add it like you would any kind of flavoring element, or you can add vodka to it and make it a full-on cocktail. You there know, it's, you it's a very versatile ingredient. This is a debate I have been wanting to have for a while. And fun fact, I actually um, pitched this to Scotty to do on air a while back. I wanted to do the bread bracket, which was a bracket of all of the free breads restaurants give away. And then we would battle it out each day. And, you know, he he heard me. Uh, we did table that, but you I tabled just, it. We have not. I would let you do the bread bracket. It's, it's things like that that people love. Now we're gonna do it on Instagram. I'm gonna do a full story bracket, the bracket. of the, bread the breads. Bracket. I'm here for it. Yes, uh, we still might do it one day, but it's tabled for now, and we're gonna do it here. We're gonna yeah. do a mini version here. Uh, we're gonna debate free bread, and I'm gonna. If you have a local spot, local is always good, but we have to talk, you know, some of the chains do have some of the best breads. Well, and they're also some of the last that give away free bread. That's true. That's true. Because they got that money. Yeah. So, Max, why don't you kick us off with, what, what are you um, pitching today as the best free bread? And if I say bread and bracket and best one more time, I'm going to say breast. <laughs> Let's just keep going. I um, actually, and I just talked about this place a couple episodes ago, at, uh, at Pont in Tampa. Okay. Super nice restaurant, definitely on the higher end, fancy fine dining. They have a full bread service. <gasps> what does that mean? What, what? It means they come to your table with a big tray and there's like five options of Stop. bread. I've never eaten somewhere that nice. And this is free? And this is not like a slice of sourdough, a slice of white. This was a, a kind of croissant cheese pinwheel there was a rosemary focaccia Stop. there was um like a pumpernickel rye little roll thing I, I i i was like can i just have all of these for dinner are you not allowed to have all of them like if you wanted one I think of you each could. i felt bad because i i don't i as it was i took two <laughs> and i was the only one who did that <laughs> and i wasn't you know paying for the dinner so. <laughs> Some places do charge for bread service now. It'll say as like, it'll list under appetizers, bread service. And so yes, I want it. That <laughs> is the asterisk to the story. Is I don't know if that's actually an added service, <laughs> but it wasn't on the menu that I got, but this was like a prepaid dinner thing. Either way, I'm just going to say that bread was incredible. Oh, that sounds amazing. So if you had to pick one of the big chains... Just curious. This is pure curiosity coming Ooh. from somebody who worked at two. Okay. Yeah, chains. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're really the authority. <laughs> I um oh my gosh. This brings up another choking incident. <laughs> Stop. Oh my gosh. Max, chew your food. <laughs> Jesus. Do you remember hops? 
Yes. Did you ever go to Did Hops? Did you go to no, Hops? No, where was that? It was over in Pinellas Park, I think. Somewhere. By now where BJ's is. Okay. I think it was oh, there. I think that's right. Like yeah. in the all old mall, Pinellas Square kind, Mall. Yeah, it was very much like in the in the like off nineteen contemporaries of like Bennigan's and okay. like that kind of place. Their whole thing was that like they brewed their beer on property, okay. hence the hops name. But they made this bread that was like this super flaky, like a croissant, sweet, almost, almost. like a croissant, but it was more like a roll version. I don't know exactly. I still and it came with this sweet honey butter. So one day as a kid, <laughs> this is unlocking so many traumas for me. <laughs> One day as a kid, we'd go there and I I was starving and it, like we had to wait an hour for the table. It was like the longest wait for the restaurant. And we finally sat down and they finally gave us the bread. And I, as a child, just opened my mouth as wide as I could. And I inhaled before <laughs> eating and all the flakes of the bread <laughs> flew into my mouth and I started coughing and hacking to the point that I couldn't breathe. I had to take <laughs> I, I honestly forgot about this until just now. <laughs> I was drinking all the water at the table, tears flowing down my face. But it still stands out as a great croissant. I mean, great I risked bread. my life for that bread. Well, you should try Cheddar's. You should really try Cheddar's. They have a similar croissant situation. Oh, I've never actually been to a Cheddar's. You would like Cheddar's. Okay. But eat slowly <laughs> when you go. Okay, I'll try. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, for a local place, Cafe Chibo. Damn it. Is that what you were going to no, say? That's, oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, well then, then can we, can, can we, as I have no other local place, oh. it's the best. Well, then let wow. me hot potato mine too, because I have another one. Okay. Which would be Il Retorno on Central Avenue. <gasps> oh. So Il Retorno has, they... It's like a focaccia. They cut it in a perfect a cube with like a cookie cutter. So it's very aesthetically pleasing bread. <laughs> but they serve it with this pesto olive oil and it's hot and it is so good. Mm. I'll let you handle okay. Cafe Chibo. Okay. Yeah, wait, because I don't know about this. Bread. I don't. Oh, my gosh. Well, and they're expanding. Did you see? Yeah, they have right across the way. They yes. have the Chibo Chop House. But that, okay, I hope that that. I'm excited for that. The building that it is going into has it's tried cursed. to be so many things. I don't even know, like, do you remember the hip hop soda shop that tried to go there? No. There was a place called the Hip Hop Soda Shop. There was a location that opened. I know this because of 97X back in the day. There was one that opened over by Mosey, I think. And there's supposed to be a second location. So it's supposed to be like milkshakes, like a diner kind of feel. I don't know what the hip hop came into, but it was supposed to, that's the one thing I'm like, that was the hip hop, RIP hip hop soda shop. See, I remember it as a random Spanish restaurant or Mexican restaurant that started with a P, I think. I don't remember what it was called, but it was. Which place, where is this? So if you're heading up 4th Street, it's on your right around. The Taco Bell, like Starbucks-ish area. Oh, Pippin's? Pepin's? Peepo's? Before Peepo's. No, Pepin's. Where was Pepin's? I don't think that was where it was, but I know what you're talking about. I think Pepin's was more like 22nd Avenue, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Pepin's, man, I forgot about that Pepin's was like a Spanish. They had the perfect rice that I've tried to replicate my entire life. I forgot about that. And the chicken and the peas and the rice. I choked there. (laughs) (laughs) Give a whole other podcast about the choking incident. I did not. I did not. Um, Okay, wait. So wait. So Cafe, Cafe Chibo, Chibo is, so it's not it, similar to what you're describing at El Retorno, which I need to obviously try this place. 
Um, it's as that they have some of the bread is square, but they give you kind of a couple. They different give you kinds, options, but it is the sauce, the sauce at Cafe Chibo that will make you want to abandon every other dinner plan that you had. And like I have ordered a meal there that went directly into a box oh. because it's that good because of the bread. Yes, mm. it's like a, it's it's like a pink sauce, almost yeah. like a vodka sauce. Yeah, it's it has it's. I don't know. It's maybe tomato based. I yeah. don't know. Definitely has some cream in it though. Okay. Tomato cream. It is so good. So it, good. I could drink it. You know, Sam, you unlocked like the super cheat code for me at Carabas. Oh yeah. Sam, when There's she worked There's a secret at- menu? No. Yeah. Well. Well, Sam taught me that when you, I don't know. Are they listening? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's allowed. Sam, when she worked there, always would just kind of order for us because she knew what we wanted. Even when the menu, like they would change the menu. She's like, oh, if you still want this, you just have to ask for this and this and this. And that blew my mind at the time. I was like, wait, they have all these like cheat codes at at Carabas. And the one that you gave us was that you can just order a side of Marsala sauce for the bread. Yeah. A large side of, just ask for a large side of mushroom marsala, please, with your bread. And then you can just, it's so good. It is so good. And I don't know, it's like a couple dollars for, they give you a little cup. It's perfect for the bread. It's perfect. Because you don't want to have, so here's the thing. When I have bread, I always do this thing where I save back at least one little piece of bread because I always think there's going to be a future sauce I want the bread for. <laughs> like aside from the butter or whatever it comes with, I always think, oh man, if maybe I'm getting pasta, I'm like, I need to save one piece so that when I get a future sauce that needs to you be You can clean the plate with up, the future sauce. I can save. So <laughs> that is so, so involved. <laughs> so, so you don't have to do that with your mushroom. You don't have to ration your sauce from your chicken. You can just ask for an extra well, size. no, see, because <laughs> now that frees me up from wanting to order chicken marsala every time. Yes. Because I really just want that sauce yeah. for the bread. So now my options are wide open for dinner because yes. I know there's that sauce. Let me give you another <laughs> hack from when I worked at Cody's Roadhouse. That was, I worked, so that's my chain. That's oh, my chain. Cody's bread. is such good bread. Because it's, it's the... And Cody's, the bread, I also think could stand alone on its own. Mm-hmm. But man, that cinnamony butter which you can also ask for by the way at outback oh they have cinnamon honey butter that they keep i used to work at outback (gasps) it's for the sweet potato right Uh uh-huh and if you ask for it they will bring it out i bet that's good Ah. with that brown bread it's good Mm. wait cody's was like a soft like a yeast roll right oh had like the you could see like the smattering of flour on the top texas roadhouse tries to do the same thing but cody's is better oh yes Mm -hmm. and we would always get a free kids meal with our shift and i would order so I would get the chicken tenders and I would ask for a slice of American cheese and I would get that soft roll and make a chicken <laughs> slider. Oh my gosh. Chicken sliders at Cody's. <laughs> you got a free kids meal with your shift? Yeah. Well, if you were an opener or a closer. Wow. I, don't I was know. working I, at I the wrong restaurant. I don't know if it's still like that. I was, you know, inflation and such. I don't know if they're still. <laughs> Plus that location closed. So maybe that has something to do with it. Right, so uh, real quick before we go, we always have to just kind of give a shout out to places we like, something new, something different. Um, I will start out with um, just recently, I went to a 
bartender's yoga class. I saw this on your social media <laughs> yesterday. What was this? So um, if you recall, I told you a couple of weeks ago, I was doing an act, like a mocktail cocktail competition with Jack Daniels. And I was one of the finalist winners of that. And as part of that, like the grand prize, we all get to go to the distillery later this year. Um, but it's also part of this program where we do like responsible drinking and and different activities that don't include drinking. And so one of them was uh, an organized bartender's yoga class. That's so fun. And it was at um, Lucky Cat Yoga <laughs> in Tampa. What is that? Um, just a cute little yoga studio off um, like North Florida. It's like this old building just on the side of the road, but the cutest yoga studio. And um, our teacher is a former bartender, still uh, works for a liquor distributor as like a head mixologist and teaches yoga on the side. And she did classes for us. This class particularly was all about like what hurts for bartenders. So it was all focused on like our wrists and like overextending our legs. And so basically the whole class was on the floor, which was amazing. Like we didn't have to stand up and actually do anything. Um, but it was so cool. And I was what like, a cool idea. Yeah. Because there's like very specific pains and things that hurt us that are the, like, we end up getting tense on our shoulders. So it was all about that. Semi-obvious question. Yes. Were there cats? Any cats? Because there's goat yoga where there are I know. goats there. I left mad that there was not cats in there. <laughs> and I, and another bartender and I did have that discussion when yeah. we left. We were like, you know what would have made this better? If there was a cat. Cats. If there were cats there. If you yeah. had named it Lucky Cat, I would. Lucky I want to. Maybe they're there and I just didn't see them. But I haven't been to any of those cat cafe places, but I really want to go to oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you been, Sam? So, first, let me just tell you about a a growing moment for me recently. <laughs> Remember, I, I texted you the other day, and I was like, I think I'm with the sister of someone you work with. Uh, yes. Quick backstory. So, <laughs> we went out downtown one night. It was late. We were at a at this bar, and surprise. And, um, <laughs> This girl and I got to chatting and you know how you late at night, like everyone becomes your best friend. And I don't know how I got talking to her, but she, she lives kind of near me and we were just talking about da, 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 da. And she asked me for my number, like, Hey, we, we have girls nights. Like, do you want to come to our girls night? And I just thought, you know, why not? Why not? So we exchanged numbers and then I thought for sure she would never text me. I'm like this random person I met out. It was probably 1am. Like I'll never hear from her. Sure enough. She texted me in a group text with her other girlfriends and was like, all right, we're doing girls night dinner at the Oaks on fourth street. If you guys want to come and you went and I went, wow. which is so intimidating for me. Yeah. Cause I was just, I, I would know. never, Oh my I don't, God. I, no new friends. Making new friends as an adult is scary. Especially yes. multiple at the same time. There yes. are times in your life where you're going to make new friends as an adult that it feels natural. Like when I had my first son, I made a lot of new friends just because of where we're at in our lives as moms and like kind of figuring things out. But in most situations, I don't know what to do with a new friend. Yeah. I don't know what to do with most of my old friends. <laughs> well, cause an adult, you're like, how does, um, August 3rd at 2 p.m. sound for you. Right. You're like, I yeah. can't, you know. Like. Well, and so we went to dinner and it, we went to the Oaks. Which I don't know is, what that is. What is that? 
So on uh, right kind of by Chick-fil-A, it used to be Lucky Bee's Barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know where that's at. Off the beaten path. Now it's like a nice restaurant. Oh. It's owned by the same people who own Bascom's Chop House. I love that place. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Have you been to Bascom's? I've never. I drove by it so many times. It is my favorite steakhouse in the entire greater Pinellas County area. It is so good. They have not the expectation of like walking into a Ruth's Chris or something where you had to dress up, blah, 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 blah. It's not like that. My husband and I try like any reason we can they have this something there called billionaire's bacon it is that he knew i was talking about him it's um it's like this thick cut bacon that's oh. sweet and salty and mm-hmm. Don't get me started on oh. that. So now I'm going to this you place called the Oaks. To, the Oaks. The Oaks. And it's convenient. It's right there by the two Publixes. So I was really happy when they selected something so close <laughs> to home. But the food was amazing. I mean, it's kind of new American, I would say. So they have a steak. They have a half rotisserie chicken. They have a meatloaf. But it's all very modernized. It was delicious. So How was dinner 10, with 10 recommend. Strangers, except one person who you met when you were probably drinking? So as... As an, as an assist to me, I had another friend join me. Okay, that's good. That I did know. My friend Kylie came, and because she was out this same night. And it was really fun. They are all different. Like, it's just interesting learning about what different people do. And, you know, one girl works for some marketing company that's putting on Valspar. One girl worked for Anheuser-Busch. Um, the other girl was just honestly sounded loaded. I don't know what she did exactly. <laughs> she lived in Old Northeast kind of by her mom. Oh. And so it was just interesting, like t- chatting with new people. And, and the only thing is they were like, we do this every week. And they already texted me about one this week. Um, and I told them that night, I was like, I'm good for like one a month. I cannot do something every week. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh That's my way goodness. too much of a commitment. Danielle, what about you? What's new? What's happening? So mine is not a restaurant. Um, but I'm sure that you guys are big fans of Mazzaro's. Yes. And I am as well. I yes. love a good Italian market. Yeah. So on 49th Street in the 70-something Avenue block is De Cosmo's Italian Market. Have oh, you been there? I saw I've this. driven past. It's right by our old house where yeah. we grew up. It's now, like- I will say it is friends of mine that own it. It's her. It's my friend. One of my best friends from high school, Amy, and her husband are part owners in this. So I went the first, like the opening weekend and I bought like a chicken parm cause I wanted, you know, show up support, whatever. It was really, really good. So then this past week I was like, all right, well we, I don't remember what we had going on, but it was kind of like a busy night. And I was like, I don't want to cook, but I also don't want to like mail it in and do fast food. So I went there and I grabbed, they had vegetable lasagna, which I mm. very much appreciate. And then I grabbed a regular like meat, beef and cheese, whatever for my kids. It was so good. Oh so, gosh. and it, there's not like the crazy parking situation. Yes. There's not like, I feel like some people are intimidated about going into Mazzaro's just because of what it has become. Oh, you need to like have a full preparation. You need to also take a Xanax before yeah. you go in there. It is so stressful. I will <laughs> say though, that if you know what you're going for at Mazzaro's, they are very efficient in yeah, getting you are. out. Like that line moves fast. It does move fast. But if you don't even like, the Cosmos Italian market is like all of that. And I don't think as many people have discovered it yet. What a smart thing to open knowing the hype around Mazzaro's, knowing there's a demand for it clearly, but just slightly away from the craziness. Love that. It's awesome. It's wonderful. I would recommend, I've had, like I said, the chicken parm and like the take home lasagnas are so Mm.
<laughs> Sorry, I'm still I'm thinking about chicken parm. <laughs> um, Danielle, thank you so much for uh, for joining us here. Thanks thank you. for having me. I appreciate it. It's been so much fun um, unlocking band core memories and choking <laughs> and core choking memories. I'm sorry, I don't. I didn't that. know where that was coming from. But <laughs> glad it's off of my chest now. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.